All right, guys, welcome back to the Liberated Millionaire Podcast. I'm excited you're here, and today, again, is Sunday and marks a new week, which means a new topic of conversation for us. And it's going to be a blast. It's going to be so much fun. It is the topic of getting in alignment. And now this is something a lot of coaches talk about, but I think it's something that I take to a farther extreme than anyone I've ever seen in life. I take this to an extraordinary extreme and I'm continuing to push it. And so I think you could learn a whole lot just by kind of learning some of the things I'm exploring in my own life around getting myself all lined up in alignment, okay? So there's a lot of valuable lessons coming up this week and I hope you'll stay tuned for it. But today I just wanna do a little overview on like what is this? What is this idea of alignment? What is this idea of being in alignment, okay? Well, today it's interesting. I gave a parable of a car and we talked about how life is like a road trip. Okay, so if you're not on the YouTube channel, Living Life with Woody Reaney, you probably should check it out because some of these parables are just awesome and you can only find them on YouTube. So check out the parable of driving a car and how that relates to life. It was a great one today on YouTube, Living Life with Woody Reaney. And then one of the things is, in addition to the other stuff I talked about today, is that living life like you're driving a car, right? You want your car to be in alignment, okay? You want all the wheels to be pointing one direction so you don't waste energy. It's the same with your human life, okay? And people, you know, get all tripped up about this and there's a lot you can talk about, but I am a radical about this. I am on this quest to align my life perfectly. Not like um, pretty good, not like well-balanced, not like well-rounded, work-life balance type stuff, but I am on this quest, right? My favorite thing in the world is spiritual seeking, is understanding my consciousness at the highest level possible. And so I'm on this quest to do nothing but spiritual seeking 100% of the time and have that be such an alignment with the rest of the outside world that I naturally have amazing relationships, tons of money, perfect life outcomes, a coaching business, art business, all as a result of that, okay? And so my whole goal, right, is to keep myself in alignment no matter what. And so we're gonna get into all kinds of fun stuff about this this week. But that's the basic idea, is just rather than, you know, this is this is the way I think of it. Have you ever had someone tell you you can't have it all in life? That's not true, okay? It's not true you can't have it all. The truth in life is that you cannot do it all, right? You cannot do it all. You cannot be, you know, a full-time musician and a full-time astronaut and a full-time bodybuilder and a full-time, you know, president of the United States and a full-time parent all at the same time. That would be physically impossible. So you can't do it all. We know this. And yet, I think it's a very misleading message when people tell you that without telling you the second part of the message. The second part of the message is you can have it all. You absolutely can. You are able to have it all. This is the core belief that I believe And I think it is a crucial distinction. And so this topic of alignment, we're gonna explore how you can have it all, even though you can't do it all. And it's simple science, right? When you were in science class, you eventually learned about a scientific experiment, okay? In that experiment, you had an independent variable. This is something that you change. So let's say you had a, you know, some kind of Petri dish with some stuff in it, and you had three different Petri dishes and you were gonna put a different chemical into each dish containing the same ingredients. And for each chemical, you had a, that was your independent variable, okay? You were gonna change the chemical for each dish and see how the things in the dish reacted. Those were the dependent variable. They would react according to the chemical you put in. That's a science experiment. I'm sure all of you had some version of that, right? You have some little salt in a dish or something, 
and you add in some whatever this or that or the other, and you try to see how it works out. You know, a simple example for me, I think of like the Mintos in the Diet Coke thing, right? Like you take a tube of Mintos candies and put them in Coke and it explodes everywhere, right? The Mintos are the independent variable and then the Coke exploding is the dependent variable. It's the result you get based on what you put in, right? Whereas if you put in like a piece of chocolate into Diet Coke, nothing would happen, all right? So the piece of chocolate or the Minto or whatever you put in is the independent variable, the thing you are manipulating. And the outcome, the thing that's being changed is the dependent variable. You have the ability, right, to choose what independent variables you put in, and you cannot do them all, okay? Just like if you were doing a science experiment, you, would take, you wouldn't be able to round up every single candy on earth to put into your Diet Coke to see how it reacts, right? So you just go straight to the one you know works, Mentos, boom, poof, explosion. In life, you cannot have all the independent variables. You cannot manipulate them all. There are too many things to manipulate, but you can. Like, this is my question, and I already just have this belief that it will work because logically it makes sense to me, but I'm still experimenting on it. But my question is, what if, right? Let's phrase it as a question, just like science. What if there was one independent variable? What if you could tap one independent variable that then gave you all of the results you wanted? And so that's the question I ask in my life. And maybe you want to be asking this question is, what could I do so that I have everything I ever want? Not everything I do, right? I'm not doing everything, okay? When I'm sitting here podcasting, I cannot also be, you know, an astronaut or something. But what could I do so that I could have all the things I want in life? And that's the basic question I'm asking. And the answer I found is to always explore my potential to the fullest. Just grow as much as possible in every moment. In fact, this is the reason why I had to leave corporate America is because corporate America inherently looks and says from the top down, how can we, you know, quote unquote, organize things so that we can get more efficiency. But to me, that's never the question I'm asking because organizing things from the top down can never lead to maximum efficiency. And so that just never inspired me. So the question I always thought, you know, even when I was a 21 year old starting my job in corporate America, looking around being like, what the heck are these people doing? They're all sad and they're inefficient and they're in meetings and they're bored and like, what is going on here? Even when I was there, I was thinking not how could we organize this better, but rather I'm always asking, what would earth look like if every single person used their full potential in every moment? That's the question I'm always asking is, what if every single person was tapping their full potential in every single moment of their life? What would Earth look like? And wow, what an inspiring vision that is. You know, can you imagine what Earth would look like? That's pretty fascinating, isn't it? And so I was always amazed that other people didn't think this way, you know? And what that led to me doing, right, is let's say I was in a meeting and I didn't feel like my voice was being useful, but somebody wanted me in that meeting to listen, immediately, right, my brain would just say, uh-uh, like this is not good. This is not okay because I'm not using my full potential. And consistently I would look at the workplace and for me, it's just instinctive. It's just something I do naturally. And so even though I was a 20 something, right, working, I would look at my coworkers and be like, oh, like this person's being mismanaged. They should be put on this type of project. And that person's not using their full potential at this. And this person needs to be stretched here. And this person wants more work here. And I would just constantly look and see who was good at what and realized that almost none of them were using almost any of their potential because the company structure was kind of weighing them down. And frankly, I don't have a solution for that for companies. How could I know that? I'm a 26 year old entrepreneur. You know, I don't have a solution for that. So I'm not criticizing and saying like there's a perfect solution and it's easy, right? And plus that's not the way to go about it. But I am saying I've always had this instinct of what if we were all using our full potential? And so I hope that what you can do through these next seven episodes is explore 
my quest for my full potential and look and extrapolate that in what would that look like for you? What would it look like if you took some of that into your own life? And what would that look like for the world if we all took some more of this, you know? And so that's what I'm always thinking of, right? That's what I'm always thinking of is what would it look like to make this world where everyone's using their full potential, right? Where they're in full alignment. And so the thing I want to talk about today, kind of to, you know, round out this episode and give you a little more specific content is the ability to say no when that's not happening. This is the one skill that I think I have that most people are too afraid to have. And it, this, this very much, um, again, I use the word like perturbed or disturbs or it just bothers me. I'm very confused by this, but I found this in corporate America to the extreme, but I also see it in everyone's personal life is that the vast majority of people hate to admit when what they're doing is useless. And I just love to admit that what, when what I'm doing is useless, right? Because that means I can quit and it's okay and I can do something happier and better. So for example, you know, when I was working on a work task and we were all on this project and I knew the project just wasn't going to use or wasn't, it was going to be flopped or this part wasn't important, I would always want to just scream at work. I would want to be scream like, this isn't important. We can just stop this and go back to being happy. You know, we don't have to worry about this. But instead, what most people do is they try to justify the fact that they're working hard. You know, kind of like in my Ice Climber parable, if you go back and listen to my YouTube Ice Climber parable, um, again, building kind of a self-referential web here so that you can just go through all my stuff and like learn it no matter when you jump in. If you go back to the Ice Climbing parable from June, then you'll see that, you know, a lot of people just want to scrabble up this icy slope. And even though they're always falling back down, they like to pretend they're working, you know? And that's not the way I work. And so I'm always asking, hmm, like, is this useless? Is this useless? Like, oh, what if like all of that was messed up? And so one of the key perspectives I have that is important as you consider this idea of aligning yourself is what if like 99% of what you're doing is worse than useless? It's detracting from your life and messing things up. And what if that means all you've got to do to be extraordinarily happy and successful is just give up those things and just do the things that actually feel good and let it naturally spiral from there. And so the example of this I would give for today is, you know, well, well let's just stay, right? Let's just stay. I'm, I'm going a lot of places here because um, I do this live and I kind of just come up with it as I'm going. But one of the things is that, you know, you got to be able to say, no, it's not working for me. You got to be able to say, no, this is not working for me and be able to not have a solution. And I find this irritates people so much, right? Is, you know, somebody will say, hey, can you do this? Right. And I'll say, no, like, I don't have a solution for that yet, but I'm definitely not doing that. And they're like, well, what are you going to do? Just not address this problem, not, you know, go for it. And what I'm always thinking whenever I see a problem and I don't address it or see a challenge and choose not to address it, it's because I know that unless the solution feels perfectly right and in alignment for me, it's not worth doing yet. And so I always say, no, you know, I don't have a solution for this yet, but I'm okay sitting without a solution. And once you learn how to be okay sitting without the solution, you will learn to naturally let things happen. All right. You learn to naturally let it happen. So that's just something that's so, so important. And so we're going to explore this over the next six days. But the first thing I want to tell you today is I want you to look around at all the things in your life. This is your assignment for today. Look around at all the things in your life and think about all the things that you would want to jump up and scream, no, this isn't right. It's not alignment. We're not using our full potential here. Just make a list of those things or just think about them in passing. Just, you know, rummage your mind on it as you're like doing something else. Just think about it. Because what I've found is that those are the things that kill us, is the things we know aren't working, but we do to keep up appearances or because we just don't know if there's a better way. And I'm here to tell you there is a better way. And I'm going to show it to you over the next six days. And I'm going to show you how I'm experimenting and living my own life in alignment through a few examples. But I want you to know up front that this method requires saying no to almost everything. 
Again, if I'm doing a 90% of my potential job at work, that's a no. That's like, no, it's not 100, okay? And if I'm doing the second most important thing on a given day, that's a no. That's not, that's not right. I need to be doing the most important thing on a given day. And that concept, this concept of full potential, right? It's just this idea that instead of, I mean, think about the long term. Let's just close on this. Think about the long term of what happens in companies when they organize from the top down. I've been inside two huge companies. One company was about 65,000 people and one company was about 15,000 people. And especially in the 65,000 person company, which was MetLife Insurance, huge insurance company, right? Um, so corporate. And they constantly reorganized and constantly shuffled around their management and constantly lied to us and said, this time it would be different, this time it would change. And it never was. And I have no trust for any of the management at that company because they just kept lying to me, right? And everyone in that company knows that. And so one of the things that happened is that as I was, um, you know, as they kept reorganizing, what it does is it keeps squeezing the potential out of people so that there's less and less individual talent for people to use. And so you just keep squeezing people and it keeps kind of shrinking down, right? Even if reorganizing your structure gives you a temporary boost, it keeps taking up your potential, okay? And so as an example, um, this is kind of silly example, which may not be totally accurate. So please don't take literal advice, financial advice on this, but I'll give you an example of how I'm interpreting this in my life. So maybe it illustrates it, right? I've been thinking about refinancing my home and a couple of times my loan guy has called me and said, hey, the rates are down today. Do you want to get your application in? And so if I refinance my home, you know, maybe I save $100 a month, you know, and I break even over after a year and then I save $100 a month for a while and it ends up saving me, you know, $20,000 over the long run of 30 years, right, from that refinance. So it sounds like a good deal, right? Except the problem is that my energy is not best spent refinancing my home, even if it saves $100 a month, right? Even if it's $900 to close, I save $100 a month after nine months I break even. Every month after that, I'm saving $100. And then since my loan's now, you know, a year longer, I end up paying more that last year, but that's okay because I ended up saving because the interest rate was lower. Okay, quick math there, boom, but it's done. The point is, yes, if I spend time reorganizing my household finances to refinance my home at a lower interest rate, right? Then yes, I would save money over the long run to the tune of about $20,000 over 30 years. But I'm taking up so much of my focus to do that. I got to close, I got to get all this stuff together, right? And so it takes away my energy from what I'm best at. And so actually the past two times I've been offered to refinance my home, I've said no. And it's not because it's a bad deal. It's a good deal financially, about $20,000 over 30 years. But what I'm saying is, goodness, if I just gave up on all those little tiny things like that, the little distracting things that were irritating and not fun and didn't use my potential, and just worked on my potential, what if I could grow so much that that $20,000 over 30 years is totally irrelevant? And what if I could be happy while I do it? And so I'm making those sacrifices all around the margins of my life right now in order to become aligned. Everything from refinancing my home, you know, like my deck needs to be painted on my house, I just don't care, I'm not gonna do that, right? There are so many things to quitting my day job, right? I'm even making the financial sacrifice of quitting my day job to focus on my own stuff even when I'm not earning yet in it. And it's all because I see this massive exponential potential from being in alignment. We're gonna explore that in the next six days, but start thinking about that. Start thinking about all the things you do, even things that are beneficial, right? I don't want you to just think of my corporate example and think, yeah, these are these BS things I do, and so screw them. I want you to also think of things that actually will save you money, things that will actually create a good result, but which are not using your full potential. And you don't have to change your life. I'm definitely not telling you not to refinance your house. It may be right for you in the short term to go ahead and get that refinance in and save that money just like it was right for me in the short term to work for four years, even when I didn't like the job, okay? And so I'm saying, right, 
I'm pushing the extremes, but even I don't go all the way to the extreme because you have to have just enough to, you know, get by on on real life and you determine your own risk margin, right? So especially for the mortgage thing, right? Refinance your house if it's the right thing for you. I was actually trying to do it a couple times and it fell through, but now I'm choosing to reflect on that and see new potential for my own unique situation. But the point is that guys, um, there's so much more possible. And I want to open your eyes to that this week. I'm excited to do it with you. I'm excited to show you what it's like to be in alignment because I'm getting so much closer. And if you don't know, I'm live streaming all my workouts on Facebook and I'm putting them all up on YouTube. I don't talk during it. I just literally work out in front of the camera so you can see what I'm doing. And getting my body in alignment is one of the first things I'm doing. So maybe that's your second assignment and we'll explore that more tomorrow. But your first assignment is just don't change anything. Don't feel like to do anything, right? You got to learn how to not do while still observing and saying things aren't okay. Okay, you wanna think about all the problems in the world? It's because people are afraid to admit a problem because they think they have to solve it and it's all their fault, right? You wanna know why racism is such a big problem or why it's so hard for white people to talk about racism? Is because they think that if they talk about racism, they have to have all the perfect solutions. Dude, I'm a white guy and I fully admit that racism is a horrible problem in the United States. It has been for the entire history of the country. It's what the country's been built on. It's a massive issue and I have no answers. I have no solutions. In fact, I don't even spend time consuming the news. I don't go to protests, right? I don't have the solutions yet, right? But I'm willing to admit the problem and I'm waiting for a way that's in alignment with me, right? In addition to our art business, selling some Black Lives Matter stuff and donating half the profits, right? In addition to that, right? I'm looking for other ways to be in alignment while I give back but I'm not immediately saying I have to go do something or I have to post all over social media about it. So you wanna know how hard problems, bad problems get into the world? It's because the good people are out of alignment and they are afraid to acknowledge the problems. And so teaching you this is not just gonna help you get results, it's gonna help you address the hard things in your life, it's gonna help you in so many ways. So I'm excited for the next six days with you on this topic of alignment. I hope that this first assignment gets you in the mood of thinking all the things that aren't using 100% of your potential. It may be a long list. It may entirely, it may in fact be your whole life. You may think, oh my goodness, there's nothing in my life that's using 100% of potential. And that's okay too, right? Because guess what? Even once you realize it, you were already having that issue before. And so nothing has changed. Your life is not worse for admitting it. Go ahead and admit it. If everything in your life is not using your full potential, that's okay, right? That's why you're here listening is because we can do this together and get you out of it. Guys, so that's it for today, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Love y'all. Care about you so much. We'll see you later.